no scriptural passage read or prayed more often than the psalm we just sang together, the psalmody for this past Sunday. It's an iconic piece of sacred literature that spreads far beyond the doors of any church. It's read at the funerals of atheists and recited in rote rhythms at many public events. The psalmist's words are powerful words. They offer a comfort that echoes almost universally as they are read or sung. Who can resist a God who leads us to still waters, who restores our souls, and goes with us through the darkest valley? Who of us does not need the psalmist's shepherd? So take a walk with me now for a few moments through this psalm. Psalm 23, by the way, is one of those psalms that does indeed allow us to walk as we read it. Also, to lie down, to die, to eat. It even even shoves you a bit. And like all of God's word, both challenges and brings comfort and joy. So walk with me now through this psalm. And as we walk, allow your minds to grasp all of the possibilities of God's love. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, the psalmist sings. But who needs a shepherd? The idea of being sheep is not something we 21st century people can identify with, especially those of us who are supposed to be shepherds ourselves. But listen to the next word of the psalmist, the words, I shall not want. To have no needs? Now that's something that turns us on. And the walk gets even better. The shepherd makes us lie down in green pastures. Ah, a time for rest. He leads us beside still waters. The scenery is breathtaking. He restores our souls. I don't know about you, but life's problems have a way of dragging us down and depressing and almost overcoming us at times. Yes, our hearts can get heavy. Our souls daily need to be pepped up. And the shepherd promises to do this. His love is what makes it possible for us to get up each morning and face each day with renewed joy. That's also what enables us to follow when he guides us into the paths of righteousness. I wonder if we're going to start climbing hills now. Maybe we can skip those paths of righteousness. For sure, the next part I want to avoid, you know that walk through the valley of the shadow of death? Yes, I'm not for dying. Are you? And I don't like to hear about death either, especially the rehearsing of a death over and over again as the news media has done with the accidental death of Josh Hancock, the cardinal pitcher. But quoting Tony LaRusso, death is a part of life. 
By now you should be discovering that this walk through the psalm together is more than a sentimental journey. The psalmist is writing not only about a God who comforts and strengthens us in times of trouble and challenge, he's writing about a God who is in the business of guaranteeing and fostering life. And it's in that spirit that the psalmist continues to sing our shepherd's rod and staff, they comfort us. He sets a banquet table before us in the presence of our enemies. He anoints our heads with oil, our cups overflow. So look at where we are now. What started out as a beautiful, peaceful walk, a short rest in a green valley, followed by a terrific view, and then degenerated into gloom and doom, suddenly is refreshing again when we realize that our shepherd is walking with us, lifting us up when we are falling, feeding us with his strength so that, we, that each step of our life can not only be taken, but taken with joy. And so we join finally in singing, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And while heaven is the place where this walk is taking us, for now, even in life's darkest moments, we know that our Good Shepherd is walking with us, not only leading us, but following us and gently pushing us along with his goodness and love. So the walk's over? No way. Our living with and for our Lord is never over. So while this psalm has become a regular feature at funerals and hospital visits, it is in fact seems to be much more about how we should live rather than die. Yes, the psalmist's words help us understand how God deals with his people, his commitment to kindness and justice. Following Christ as shepherd allows us then to develop a certain confidence in life. And that confidence you will need as you go out on your vicarage or deaconess internship assignments or begin your new ministries or continue your studies here or your, t- or your teaching or whatever roles you might have at this seminary. That's why I would suggest that you allow the shepherd to walk with you in whatever you're doing. So often in our small and personal schemes of life, we find it difficult to understand God's plans for us. You saw that very clearly eight days ago, as many of you got calls and assignments. As you looked at the documents for your calls or vicarage or internship assignments, you may have gotten so caught up in the details or in comparing salaries or places or laughing and crying about how it all turned out, that you forgot that those documents were showing you where you would be walking with the Good Shepherd. He, in fact, had a hand in writing them. He will also help you as you plan and arrange all the things that have to be done before you begin your ministries, arranging moving and housing and ordinations and installations, and just getting done with your classes. And all of this is part of your walk with the Good Shepherd. Don't ever think you can walk without him.
you in fact perhaps need the message of this psalm more than the people to whom you will ultimately minister. They already know the message well. They've lived it. They know that the Good Shepherd never leaves them alone. And you and I, all of us, need to remember that. God is always with us. Yes, the shepherd, the one who died and rose again that we might have life and have it abundantly, is here with us now. He's with us always to love us and to lift us up when we fall. God's care for us. His presence among us is continuing, for he, the shepherd, does not want to lose one of us, his sheep. And so the walk with him continues and never ends. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.